Oh, oh. <laughs> I was really scared to do it because I was like, what if I look like just a ghost? I don't know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Southern Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 90 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, sometimes known as Mo Dick, but for the majority is known as Morgan Richards. More like emo dick lately but yes it's me morgan richards and to be fair sean i think on this episode we're gonna have so much fun than hanging out with a pink elephant in jurassic park oh jesus you have struggled that is a, such a reach this week that's the worst one you've done that nah, has been worse trust me I don't know. I don't know, but you were literally... It's almost as if you've Googled Stand Atlantic and seen the first seven words that have come up and gone, oh, I'll just say them! <laughs> anyway, our guest this week is the fantastic Bonnie Fraser from Stand Atlantic. Yes, friend of the podcast, awesome human being, rad songwriter. I'm so glad she's back now, going to have a chat about everything going on. Yes, uh, it was lovely to see her again. The last time we saw her was nearly a year ago, I think, at Reading last year when we spoke to her and Mickey. I'm glad we didn't have Mickey on this time because uh, I think I'm going to fight him if I ever see him again. So Whoa, 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 um, calm down now, Sean. I know he's offended you with all those things he said and we don't need to bring him up because he knows exactly what he said to offend you. But fighting, you're going you're gonna to actually put the fisticuffs up for you? <laughs> the fisticuffs are drawn. They are ready. The fist- I am ready for fisticuffs with uh, Mickey whenever he's ready. So I've, I'm starting to think coronavirus was caused by Stand Atlantic so Mickey wouldn't have to come over here and face the idea he's going to have of me. Wow, that's, that's a bold reach, but... Also, yeah, also, that's not true in any way, shape or form. I'm very, very sorry to Stand Atlantic for saying that. Please don't sue me. Twas a joke. Twas a joke. Anybody that listens to this knows I like to tell a joke. Please yeah. don't kill or sue me. But besides all that, I mean, since the last time we recorded with Stand Atlantic, we've become quite close, quite friendly with Bon and Mick. And obviously, this is a really wholesome time for the band now. Not only have they just released their second full-length studio album, Pink Elephant, on Hopeless Records, which is a bop 
banger throughout, but they're also celebrating 25 million streams of their debut album, Skinny Dipping. So we thought, what better chance to get Bond back on and to tell her story of Stand Atlantic, her personality, and just everything mad that's happened in her career. It's such a great conversation. It goes off the rails so much that I can't even describe half the things we talk about. But I'm so glad Bon was just herself on this and showing the world what Stan Atlantic has been doing since day one. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic to see her, um, to hear from her. Uh, it was lovely to see a new blonde hair mm. um, looking good. Look out for that on our socials this week where we've taken screenshots of our conversation. Um, 25 million streams. Jesus Christ. Fair play to him. I could only dream of that. Yeah, well done to Sand Atlantic. Pink Elephants, as Morgan said, I'm not going to say Bop Banger because um, I'm over 30. Uh, But it is a fantastic album. I was I was half tempted to call them Australian bop stars because they do write a lot of bops. And if don't anything, do that. And if no. anything, Sean, right? No, we, shut up, no, don't go, no. we stand Atlantic. Get it? Because the kids say stand these they stand things. So we stand Atlantic. Because <sighs> I hate my life. Um, there is a bit in this where me and Bond kind of take over and we talk about. Bon becoming the new co-host. Well, she could become the main host. I'll become co-host. And uh, Morgan has just cemented his, uh, the end of his uh, podcasting career with us. So no, no. Thank you very much. Shut up, Morg. Shut up, Morg. <laughs> Shut up, Morg. This has now become the Morgan Richards tribute episode <laughs> because he's no longer involved in the podcast after this one. I'm not dead. Okay, moving on. Anyway, thanks again to Bon for coming on. We had a great laugh, great time. We got some fantastic information out of her and we hope we get to see her and the band again very very soon yes she got such a creative mind this uh, is awesome she gets really deep very hilarious and i'm so glad for everyone to to listen to this now but sean quick question um speaking of all everything stand atlantic um have you ever been skinny dipping oh i think i have i can't put a point on it i don't remember exactly when but I imagine I've been Billy Bollocks in the sea. <laughs> I wouldn't go to. I wouldn't go in the sea now. I've changed my mind completely since. I watched a documentary. Oh, I watched a podcast with Joe Rogan, and he had um, a guy called Commander David Fravor on, who was a pilot, and he said some of his friends had said about massive UFOs being in the sea. So oh. Sean staying away from the sea forever. So I'll only go skinny dipping in residential pools, which I don't doubt is massively illegal. <laughs> well, no wonder Bon had the jeans on. But anyway, if you've been skinny dipping and being able to see aliens of some sort, let us know at Sapling Pod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Morgan, Get- Morgan, Morgan. The idea, the idea behind some of these things is to get social interaction, right? Nobody at all is going to tweet us and say, oh yeah, I've seen an alien while I was naked in the sea. We are going to have zero tweets to that. Zero Instagrams. With nothing. No one's going to reply to that. Guys, have you ever been skinny dipping? Or... Have you ever seen a UFO? Let us know. There's more chance of us getting interaction now. way. <laughs> at Sapping Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. At S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. 
yeah just give us a follow like all the stuff send us random messages we do appreciate it and of course remember to click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and if you want more of random bollocks being talked about between <laughs> Sean and I then head over to our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash sapnin where there's a bunch of Patreon exclusive bonus episodes random videos of us out and about and just get to join a loving community that we talk to each and every day Yes, and we might be putting out... Uh, we've been saying this for fucking ever. We might be putting out Patreon-exclusive merch soon as well, so... Ooh. Not that you probably haven't got any interest. But anyway, should we get on with the episode? Yes, this is the fantastic Bond of Stand Atlantic. We love her very much. Check out what she's got to say. Let's go! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sapnin! 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 Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! This week's guest is return guest. Yes! Return of the King. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't even watch Lord of the Rings. That was such a shit reference for me to make. <laughs> I, I've never seen it either. We can get into that go. now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. This week's guest is the fantastic Bonnie from Stand Atlantic. Hi. Yes. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. Um, yeah, I can I'm I can right. see, I can see you're blonde now. Um, you can. which is a a good look for you. A very very good look for you. Thank um, you. Midlife crisis. Are you happy? Yeah. Are you happy with how it turned out? Um, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're there. But I feel like, as you said before, like I'm just gonna purple shampoo it to shit until it's white. <laughs> Mad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I love how we started with 
what everyone wants to know. Blonde here. So how's it like being blonde? I mean, you know, welcome back. How's it like being blonde? Still scaring myself in the mirror, but yeah. <laughs> we all know music fans are like magpies, right? They are attracted to shiny things, right? So if you've got a shiny blonde head, that's how I ended up making a career. Ah. I just got a ridiculous helmet of blonde hair and people were like, I can't hear the music because I'm just looking at his ridiculous head. <laughs> like so, a beacon. <laughs> Yeah, luckily, luckily, but yeah. Um, yeah, how how have you been since we last saw you? When do we see you? Reading Festival 2019 yeah. was uh, last time. A year ago, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it would have been wow. really close to a year now. Yeah, I think we are, what? I mean, COVID's happened, so, I mean, what is there to say? Just like, been in isolation, pretty sick. Um, I don't know, We obviously we've, we've got this, the album that came out, Pink Elephant, and we're just trying to not think about the fact that we could be touring it right now. <laughs> just like, I don't know. The response has been awesome, so we're just basking that. But on the night that it was released, I was like, boys, like, we can't just release this album and just sit in our rooms alone, like, on <laughs> Zoom. Like, that's just not happening. <laughs> we are, like, just come over and we'll do something. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you all just kind of listening to it together and kind of celebrating, watching the streams go up on the night and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. We were just being dickheads, but like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to know that people are like listening to it. Yeah, but we've got to start by saying a massive congratulations because not only the second album, Pink Elephant, is out now, but your debut album, Skinny Dipping, hit over 25 million plays. It did. I mean... It's just a, obviously just a huge time to celebrate. How has it been kind of juggling the two and just seeing so much love for Stan Atlantic lately? Um, it's really like heartwarming. And I, yeah, I'm just trying, we're trying not to get big heads about it all. Um, but no, nah, it's just, it's been awesome. Like we can't, we couldn't ask for anything better than releasing an album in the most cooked time of life and having the response that we got or that we have, like, it's just our, the people that listen to our band are the best and yeah, can't thank them enough to be honest. I don't know what else to <laughs> say. Just like love it. <laughs> 25, yeah. 25 million streams. That's fucking bonkers. That's <laughs> like, imagine, right. Put this into context. When you were starting your band, like 2012 or whatever it was like imagine if you said oh yeah 2020 we're gonna have 25 million plays on an album dude people would be like you are insane, insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i like come to terms with anything that happens to this band i'm like if i could tell like 12 year old me or like 15 year old me even like 18 year old me like I would just be blown away at all of this and I would probably punch myself in the face for trying to get my hook up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, very cool. Yeah, but I, that's what I love to hear, though, the fact that, you know, you can see you're excited about it, the fact that younger version yourself wouldn't believe these things rather than just be like, oh, yeah, it's another thing going on with the band. It's another milestone, you know, whatever. It's just nice to see that there is that excitement there between you all. Of course. I think it's really hard to lose. Like it can be hard to lose that excitement because, you know, things do happen. I'm not talking about just us, but like in general, like with other, other bands and stuff, like you do hit milestones as long as you're, you're still going, like you will hit milestones and it's easy to kind of just be like, oh, well, like what's the next one. But like, I feel like we try and actually make a point to appreciate them as they come along. 
especially now, like during COVID, we have the time to actually think and like yeah. reflect on stuff. And I think in a way it's kind of been a blessing because we've been able to, to do that quite a bit and just like look back on all the like cool shit that we've done. And a lot of it we couldn't really take in at the time because everything was just go, 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 go. And then we do that until we cry and then we go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I suppose that's, yeah, that's something we kind of have. Like we've had loads of bands on since the pandemic or whatever. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we've ever kind of touched on using this time to look back. Like it's such a good, it's such a good idea. And yeah, like I kind of wish... Kind of wish I could have had like six months off or something during during my band time, so I could have had had that look back because yeah, it was just such a blur, and I don't think bands like we're always like so like go 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 go. Where's the next tour? What's going on? You know, you know what's the next thing that we don't take these moments. So yeah, I think it's I think it's wonderful that you've you've had that chance, and yeah, it's nice to see that you are humble and yeah you you appreciate it because yeah like i said like a lot of bands just go 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 and don't and don't get to look back yeah i mean i feel like we were a little bit like that at some point because our schedule has been quite hectic but um we i don't know we always try and at least take at least have a beer for a moment like you know like if something cool happens we'll at least cheers ourselves and jog on like we have to do something to try and appreciate it at the time because yeah you're right like life just kind of like it just takes over and you don't stop and think and yeah yeah but with all these crazy things and stuff as well like having this time to reflect as well is there any of those moments that really stand out and now you're like oh i can't believe we've done this or being able to be there like is there anything that really uh, stuck out in in that time to reflect i think it's it was like the other day me and mickey were talking about how um i think it was like just the amount of touring we did in was it 2000 oh god see i can't even remember the fucking year <laughs> sick um like 2019 i think or 2018 actually where it was like we just went tour, 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 barely any rest in between. And then we also wrote an album and recorded an album in that time as well with like no time off. And pretty sure the only time off we really had was like two weeks over Christmas, basically like when normal people that have jobs, like get the time off at Christmas, that was pretty much it. And um, yeah, we just kind of were thinking like, how the hell did we even do that? <laughs> how did we pull that off? That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. How did, how, yeah. How did you do it? What, what, how is how was the writing process for this for this record like i know you said you didn't have much time off but it was super different because um we wrote a lot of the songs in different places whereas with skinny dipping we kind of just sat in a box for three weeks and just wrote it but yeah for this one like wrote one of the songs on a cliff in bondi and like one in la and some of them were done in like the black box like the studio um but it was just kind of like all over the place. And I think in a way it kind of reflects the sound of it too. <laughs> kind of like super like varied. But yeah. yeah, it was nice. It was nice having, being able to record the song songs in different places, not record, write the songs in different places, but also a little bit more stressful. I feel like even though the three weeks we had for skinny dipping, it was like stressful, but it was only stressful for those three weeks. And that was it. <laughs> Whereas like this was like stress over the course of like 18 months where like, do we have enough songs? Are the songs good? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it was still awesome though. I'm glad we did it the way, the way we did. Nice. How many songs did you have written before you uh, settled on the album? 
Um, we had, I think it would have maybe been about 18 or 15 okay. or something. Um, I can't remember. Also, I don't know whether to count like half finished ones. Like, I don't know. Where do you <laughs> stop counting? Like, yeah, I still have like 20,000 voice notes on my phone that we didn't use. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I'd say like 15 is probably like a safe, a safe number. With that as well, do you feel Pink Elephant is really kind of a snapshot of all these different places and different times over the last couple of years writing the record rather than skinny dipping, as you said, those songs you've had up up to that point of the band? Do, do you think this new record really reflects the recent years of your personal life and the band? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think... They they always say you have your whole life to write your first album and then a year to write your second or whatever the hell they're saying. <laughs> and it's so fucking true. Like there were times where I was like, what the hell am I going to write about? Like skinny dipping. I was like, yep, this happened and this happened and I can write about this and that. And then this one, I was like, holy shit, what else have I done? <laughs> like, I don't know. It, w- it was a struggle at times. And that's even like how Hate Me Sometimes like even came about as a song because I was just like, I feel happy right now. Like what the hell am I going to write about? I feel like I've written about everything. Um, I wish I hated myself again. And so <laughs> I wrote <"Hate> me sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think the records will always reflect what we're going through in like our personal lives, like in between the time of the last album. So mm. yeah. 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 And you touched on that, kind of pressure there the last time we spoke to a writing you were telling us that you did feel intense amount of pressure for this record compared to skinny dipping reflecting on it now having the album out do you still have that kind of feeling that it was that much more pressure or really was it just a bit more natural in some ways i don't know i feel like i'm always putting pressure on myself so i can't even really properly differentiate but yeah i think the pressure it's a different kind of pressure when you have something to follow up versus when you want to prove yourself for the first time. It's kind of like no one really has these expectations that you have to add on to. It's kind of uh, just fresh and you can kind of just meet your own expectations. But with this album, we were like, right, okay, well, we've got the bar set and we've got everyone else's bar set and now we have our own bar to like jump over and we're just like, fuck, all right, well, we're going to have to really, really step it up in every way. So yeah, I mean, the pressure's there and you hear about things like the sophomore slump and like all that kind of thing. And I was a hundred percent like, just like that cannot happen. We're not doing it. And I was probably telling the boys off too, just like, this is not happening. Like we're not having a sophomore slump, like getting them all in line, like whipping them, like, come on, let's do it <laughs> myself while I'm at it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, had to like, I feel like we had to put the pressure on. Otherwise I don't think we would have got the album that we did because I think the best things come from like hard times <laughs> as weird as that sounds, but um, yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Was was there any was there any like um different writing techniques this time compared to the first record? Techniques? Like Yeah, like di- like did I don't know, someone who doesn't usually write something write something or did a producer say what if we do this bit backwards or <laughs> like Yeah. I feel like that that kind of happens a lot like just during the process anyway i can't really think of a specific actually one thing was uh with silk and satin which is kind of like an emo rap trap whatever crap like genre that's called i don't know um and that was actually a song that was going to be on skinny dipping 
it was like a rock song. It, it didn't really fit on Skinny Dipping because it was a little bit too emo still at that point. Um, but we revisited it because we still really liked the song. And Potter was just like, can we just fucking make it an emo rap song? Like, it would sound sick. And we're like, all right, <laughs> let's try it. Like, why not? So it was just really cool to like be able to, like, you know, if people did have those ideas for it to be a free environment where we could just try it for no reason other than to try it, um, which I think with Skinny Dipping we didn't really have as much because we kind of felt like we should stick in one certain kind of direction or sound or whatever just to be consistent. But with this one we were just like, let's fuck it up and do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. No, because I was going to mention as well, because on this record, I've noticed there's loads of different kind of like synth and electronic elements, like kind of mm -hmm. in the background of the songs. And you've really incorporated that well with what Evan's come to know and love from Stanley Atlantic. So is that just a, another bit of experimenting with your sounds, just trying something different? Or was that something you always knew you wanted to incorporate eventually? Um, we've always incorporated it in some way, even on yeah, skinny dipping, yeah. there was like little hints of it here and there. We just didn't go overboard, but it's always been something we've wanted to incorporate into our music because it just adds extra variation. Like we can't, we don't want to just be playing. Oh my God. Sorry. I got the hiccups slash burps. Like they're just kind of weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> go for it. We, uh, yeah, we just didn't want to kind of just keep, keep the, you know, guitar, bass, drums, vocals, like we want to add some extra spice and like everyone's kind of doing that now anyway. So it's not, it was nothing like out of the ordinary, but it was something that we just always just assumed we would incorporate. And then wavelengths, we just turned it all up to 11. And fucking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely been something we've always wanted to incorporate some way, but we don't want to be like known as like an electronic band or anything like that, but you know, just want to, Spice it up. <laughs> yeah. Spice up your life, as uh, mm. Spice Girls once said. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, oh no, what the Spice Girls said, spice up your life. <laughs> well, I just no thought way. that was the most like obvious thing they could have said. Like, yeah, have well, they said you know, that? Yeah, yeah, there's a song, there's a whole song, Spice yeah. Up Your Life. Yeah. Dude. Spice up, uh, yeah. Spice up your life, you know, in the words of Liam Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Pink Elephant as well, one thing I, I did want to touch on was actually the, the name of the record. But I don't really like dissecting things too much in terms of lyrics and what things, the meanings are behind everything. But I, I did notice you said that it's kind of a perfect representation of being able to talk about things that not necessary being able to the hard times like all, all those kind of things um as as well as like sending those messages and, and things like you just talk a little bit more behind the lyrical content because uh, for me that's something i'm always fascinated with and it seems like you've become even more personal on these songs yeah um i don't know i'm weird because I write so metaphorically that I'm surprised anyone knows what the fuck I'm ever singing about. Um, okay. Like I'm serious. And, but to me, it's like, that's part of like, Oh, it's going to sound so douchey, but like, that's part of like the art for me. Cause like, I really enjoy like putting things in another way and not just being like bland about it. I kind of like want people to like, I want their ears to like prick up kind of thing. Um, Anyway, aside from that, uh, in terms of like the, like conceptually, the album is like, it's like a mixture of two things. So 
pink elephant is like usually referred to like delirium and like losing your mind kind of thing. Um, there's also a drink that's called delirium. And it's got a pink elephant on the front, which I didn't know until like <laughs> the album was done and everything. And I was like, how the fuck have I not known this exists? What the hell? Anyway. Um, and then, so it's that idea mixed with the, that saying, like addressing the elephant in the room. Obviously that just means like, uh, talking about something that no one else wants to talk about, but everyone is thinking about. So it's, yeah, combining those two ideas in the way of like, you know, having tough conversations, saying the things that you need to say in order to grow and move on and like sort something out. And if you, if you don't kind of like say these things and you just leave it in your own head for your own mind to think over and you're not, you don't have any kind of sounding board or anything like that, you can morph the original problem into something completely, you know, not what it actually is. And you lose touch on like the reality of the actual problem. And it might be something so small, but you've just built it up in your head so much that it's like turned into like a fucking pumpkin of a problem. And like, yeah, it's it's essentially just that not letting yourself go and like letting the universe deal with the problem instead of you. It's, it's, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. <laughs> anyway, see ya. <laughs> imagine, imagine how good that would have been if if we ended there. Like you said, all right, yeah. Anyway, see you later. Thanks, boys. Yeah. That's too deep for me. Start this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pink elephants out now. Go listen to it, everybody. See you later. I'm off. Bye. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, no, but I, I think. I think that's what people need to realize as well. I mean, I know I've struggled with things in the past of you're worrying too much about a little thing and it yeah. just blows up in your head and you just worry. I, mean, I think it's having that mixture of being able to to talk about it but still have a sense of humor about things and just just having a platform there where you can talk is, is, such, a, is such a big thing people need to realize as well. Oh, 100%. I've like spent so much of my life not talking about my problems or like what I'm feeling or going through. And I always just kind of thought that I didn't have a problem because I would just put on a smile and make everyone like, just think I'm fine. And that's just not how you deal with it. Cause it all catches up to you at some stage and you end up maybe with like, you know, unresolved things that now create an issue in your life or like who you are and like the way you deal with things. Like it's just so important to, open your fucking mouth and say the things that are going on in your head because someone somewhere will listen to you and probably relate in some way. Like the, a lot of your problems as well is like you think you're the only one feeling that and then someone else will come out and be brave and say what they think and how they're feeling and you could be like, oh, my God, that's literally how I feel. And it just creates a much like nicer feeling knowing that you're not the only one feeling that way. I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. Um, yeah, we need to be, we all need to talk more. I think we all need to open up more and not be scared to um, tell our feelings to people because yeah. now, now more than ever, I think the world is, we're, we're getting more accepting to, especially mental health conversations. I think that's coming now more than ever. And I think, yeah, for us, for us all to carry on, and make the world better we need to have those conversations so yeah i completely agree with you there yeah definitely yes 
All right, bye. <laughs> See you. <laughs> we're going to do this at the what, end of every what, thing, though. This? Every, time, every time something deep gets brought up, we're just going to awkwardly go, <laughs> yeah, All right, yes. How do we segue? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being here. <laughs> um, but to, to flip this conversation on its head completely, um, I, I, I know this is very basic. Um, I don't know how other way to say this question, apart from Jurassic Park. Yep. I'm guessing you like dinosaurs. <laughs> um, no, I couldn't care less, to be honest. <laughs> like, just not, like, it's not really a thing in my life. But, um, yeah, I guess the dinosaur aspect of that was addressing someone who's old. <laughs> um, oh. There's, like, comments in the YouTube, on the video, like, on YouTube, and they're like, I think this song is basically just okay, boomer. <laughs> I was like, fair play. <laughs> it's not though, but like, yeah, Jurassic Park is a weird one because a lot of people think it's about partying, which it very much is not. I, when I read, reread the lyrics, I was like, shit, it does sound like a party song if you don't actually know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's very, um, it's very, very meta, meta, meta. Oh my god, English is so sick. What a great language! I can't speak it right now. <laughs> um, hey, hey, I, I can't speak it half the time, and <laughs> listeners to this will know that completely. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I was. I'm very. Meri- oh my god, why do you want to say metaphorical? Metaphorical. Um. In that song, and it's basically, to be real with you, it's about like my ex stepdad, and also a little bit my dad as well. Um, basically my mom has just constantly been with partners who have like problems with substance abuse and mental health issues and all that kind of thing. So growing up, I saw a lot of that, which I like probably shouldn't have. (laughs) Um, and, uh, it was kind of just like showing things from my perspective and my mom's perspective on how mental health can be damaging, not only for the person suffering, but for the people around them and their loved ones, because when you're in that situation and you, and you love the person, but you can see they're struggling, it's so, it can be so hard to know when to walk away and like, just know, and like you want to help them so badly and you've tried and tried and tried. Um, But at the end of the day, like they, they're the only people that can help themselves. So yeah, it's kind of just a wrap up of that. In a song, but it definitely sounds like a party song, so I kind of yeah. fucked it. I love Australians. I just love how, um, yeah, like we had a really, really deep moment, and then you ended with it. But it does sound like a party song, so I fucked it. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> speak the oh, truth, God. bro. I'm just speaking the truth. Oh. Sorry though, I did. Th- I did think you were gonna um, go off on a on a like a rant about how much you love Jurassic Park. The oh film shit! Sorry, as well. I got too deep. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. Again, Jurassic Park. Not really seen it to be honest. I'm such a fake bitch. I'm like, this sounds cool. I'm gonna say it. I'm not like. Oh, yeah. I love okay. Jurassic Park. I, I loved it growing up, and I watched it every day. I literally saw it once, and the only reason I ever watched it was because Newman from Seinfeld was in it, and that was the only reason I ever watched Jurassic Park. <laughs> wow. We are. I tell you what. We've yeah. We've gone from um, in-depth songwriting to the things people want to know. Why? <laughs> yeah. The real shit. Uh, yeah. How many times has Bond watched Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> Literally once. <laughs> oh. 
once. Wow, incredible. Um, I got I got to ask now. What's some other things like? Do you think are overrated? Oh Jesus! Just in general, I know this is a wide wide question. I've put you on the spot. It really but, is. You know, What's overrated? Let me have it. <sighs> so I tell you what. We so you don't feel left out. We'll all do one each, right? Let's have a think. More you get thinking as well. All right. What's what's overrated? Uh, oh. I know what Sean's going to say. Do you? Yeah. Because I, do, I don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, so I what, thought you were what, just going to say, I just thought you were going to say, say the 1975, <laughs> like you always do. All I can think of are things that aren't overrated. <laughs> it's all uh, in my head right now. It's really annoying. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the 1970. Matt Healy. Matt Healy from the 1975, I'm going to go with. He's my uh, choice. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna, next I'm gonna, level. I'm gonna start some beef. Now. You don't have to, Bon. You don't have to. We, we don't want to. Um, we don't want to bully you into. Um, <laughs> no, we don't. Things. Um, um, so it's just me. It's just me that's uh, <laughs> gone out there on a limb and slagged somebody <laughs> off on his own. So cool, <laughs> yeah. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. You're super cool friends. I'm gonna get beaten up now, and you two are gonna be absolutely fine. And I hate that. <laughs> I, I just can't the only, the only things I can think about is like peanuts but we've talked about this before oh, I don't peanuts, I think nuts um, are a bit overrated to be fair as yeah well. I could take them or oh, leave wow. them any day of the week oh, yeah wow. I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a big fuss I'm not I don't like olives either thinking oh, about nah, it fuck off <laughs> yes olives no on, they're bon. sick I definitely agree with you I mean disagree, oh, disagree. oh what oh. What? Am, I don't even know what I'm saying I love olives I love olives is what I'm really truly trying to say. Yeah. I love olives. Yes, we're They're back the on side. Yeah, they just I thought me and you salt. Were... How could you dislike that? I thought me and you were slowly parting in and you were going towards Morgan with your I hate olives, but no, we both love olives. So yes, no, we're back. When I said fuck off, I meant he should fuck off for thinking. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Because <laughs> I could I agree with all of the sentiments there. Um, olives are great, <laughs> and Morgan should fuck off. Oh, Morgan should definitely is... fuck off. Oh, uh, yeah, this I is too bad. We're anybody, any, yeah, anybody who put this on today wasn't expecting any of this conversation to go this way. I know that much. So that's got to be interesting in some shape or form to somebody. Yeah, um, someone will. It's, chuckle. it's been good to me. I've enjoyed this so far. Um, sorry, Morg. What were you going to say? I You're don't not know. Yeah, I'm just constantly offended all the time. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but another random question while, while it's in my head is I want to ask. Um, I've noticed, so basically, your band is full of football fans in particular. Um, you know, I know Mickey's a massive Everton fan. One of them is a Man United fan and stuff as well. Um, just just generally want to ask. What? Mickey's the only person who knows about football and if anyone else has tried to convince you, they're lying straight up. Oh, there's one of there's a there's a um, promo picture with with someone with a Man United shirt on. Oh yeah, that's because that he didn't own that. Ah, uh, you're exposing everything, yeah. You've so never seen Jurassic sorry. Park. It's only Mickey who's into football. Fled, <laughs> dear. We are not a sports band. Like we're not a sports. But what I, what I was going to try and ask was: uh, Is there any? Is there been incidents where you've been on tour or on a bus or anything like that where Mickey has lost his call because Everton's lost or anything like I don't know just something funny about that no Mickey's too like he gets excited about food 
and he'll like does, <laughs> get yeah. really excited if there's like a cool food spot. But when I think because no one else follows football in our band, he doesn't like he feels like if he gets excited about Everton winning, no one's going to give two shits. So he probably just secretly just like smiles to himself when he reads the table or like watches a game. I don't know. It's weird. I've never actually thought about that before. I feel like he should start expressing himself more about like the happiness of them. Yeah, I just thought you would have all been like backstage somewhere, just like all on your phones, taking ten minutes, and then you just shouted "fuck" or like we've lost, you know, and you're like, "What? What's happened? Oh, they've we've lost. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Oh, Everton are playing ever Everton are playing again. So Mickey's going to be sad now for the rest of the day because Everton are terrible, terrible." fucking football team like that. Uh, I wish cool I could bugger. get offended on his behalf, but I literally can't. Yeah, well, can, <laughs> yeah. well next, time I see, next time I see him, I'm going to ask him how that came about because how does he, yeah, how do you live, how do you live over there and end up supporting it, choosing Everton? It just Beats doesn't, me. it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it Although doesn't make sense. Even what's weirder is that I feel like I have a team as well. Like I feel a connection Ooh. to Chelsea because my mate, like years and years ago, he was obsessed with Chelsea and we like traveled Europe together a bit and every bar we went into, there'd be like a Chelsea match on. And so I started getting like used to Chelsea and now I just feel like I have a weird like ownership of Chelsea, but don't watch any games or anything like that. And then obviously like when I was living in Manchester and stuff, um, I just felt like I had to go for, uh, what Han went for, which was Liverpool. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. I don't know. In I mean, Manchester, though. How could she live in... She's from Manchester. How could she support Liverpool? She's from Preston. So I think it was closer and she kind of just picked... I mean, look, I could be wrong here. I know she supports Liverpool, but the reasoning is, I'm pretty sure, because she's from Preston, I think it's a little bit closer to Liverpool. So she just picked that. But I don't know. Uh. Again... I may be misinformed, so please don't come for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't wait to speak to Hannah. And she's like, oh, no, I support Manchester United. And I'm like, uh-oh, that's not what you can listen to on episode 90 of Sapping Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm sorry Tiny about that. handguns for, is what that yeah. For people, yeah. For people who can't see this, because this is an audio-only podcast, I've just done tiny little handguns for it. Small and they're so quick. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, if only you shouted pew pew look, pew while you were doing it. <laughs> you got tiny hands. It looks like I got tiny hands, but they're actually quite. Anyway, this has gone. This has gone. Oh, sorry about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how south? More south? Yeah. How, yeah. How more south could it go? I don't know. Um, I don't know. What, One of us what gets other things you in, we what other things you into, Bon? I mean, um, I know you've been watching a lot of reality TV. <laughs> you've done your research. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been getting into reality TV really bad. It's actually, I think it's going to become a problem very, very soon. Um, uh, but I just finished watching uh, Bachelor in Paradise in Australia. And uh, it was a really anticlimactic ending. And I was like, why the hell do I even watch this shit <laughs> like this? Um, yeah, I don't know why reality TV just gets me in a way because I think like it's, I've said this before, but it's like it's people in like their most primal form. Like Love Island, oh my God. It, you could swap them out for gorillas. Like seriously, we're just apes. We are just fucking apes. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just interesting from like a psychological and behavioral like perspective. I just think it's really interesting to watch. And it makes me feel less shit about myself. <laughs> um, just because you're like, oh, so dumb. How could they do that to Caroline? Like, seriously? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I would never <laughs> do that. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I've always had a fascination with um, reality TV. Um, I always wanted to do Big Brother when I was younger. Really? I just done it. I just love the idea. Yeah, I love the idea of just being locked in house. <laughs> Welcome to COVID. <laughs> yeah, loads of other people. Yeah, there's, yeah. I should have just vlogged. I should have done Big Brother from my own house and just vlogged every day. Like I've caught really cameras up in the corner of the room. <laughs> You have your own oh, eliminations every week. But you just eliminate yourself. Okay. <laughs> vote vote <laughs> yeah. for himself vote. off the island. Yeah. I vote Sean. This He's week. been a real cunt this week. <laughs> this week, I'm going to have to vote for Sean. <laughs> That's day four. Sean has voted for himself again. Because <laughs> over here, we have, a, we have a guy from Newcastle who does the voiceover for Big Brother. Um yeah, which is a ridiculous voice, but yeah, I did get offered to do Big Brother once. Oh, you um, actually got offered. Yeah, but um, the band, yeah, my band were in Australia at the time, so ah, um, they wanted me to go. Yeah, they wanted me to go over and do the um, uh, what's it called, the interview before going into the Big Brother house, and um, I said no because if you do Big Brother normally you end up going to do okay, but then obviously band is fucked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So unselfishly, I thought, oh, I'll keep the band together instead of doing Big Brother. And then two years later, the band all left me. No, so, I like that. <laughs> not bitter. I'm not you bitter. seem fine, bro. You're fine right now. Fine, bro. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. That is the sound of an okay dude. <laughs> and he's all right. <laughs> uh, I might change my nickname to the OK Dude. Okay, he's an OK Dude. <laughs> he's an OK Dude. Awesome. Morgan, uh, we've gone so far away from anything that we had planned to talk about. Um, yeah, what, Morg, anything else? I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think how we can um, salvage it, but what at the same time... I'm can I just shut down for you and other theories that are just not Ooh. true and make you feel bad again? Sorry. Okay. Um, oh, I could just make up a rumour and then you that. can just be like, I heard that Stan Atlantic... Um, request puppies on their rider for every show and if you don't have a puppy um at least an hour before you're set you kick off and kick a bin at <laughs> the promoter's dressing room <laughs> yeah we you started well yeah, you, you started well and it just kind of tailed off you could have where i was going <laughs> one time we were doing this tour and i think it was our headline tour actually and I'm like halfway through the tour in Europe, we started just getting a bunch of like photos of dogs on the walls in the green room. And we were just like, what the fuck? Like, why does this keep happening? Like one time it's like, all right, cool. The green room is just like this. Then the second time it's like, oh, maybe it's the same owners. Don't know. And then third and fourth, you're just like, this is a fucking joke. What the hell? And like, we were asking. These Europeans love dogs. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and we were asking like everyone in the crew and everything just been like, 
do you know what? Like, is, who the hell is doing this? Like, please just tell us. Like, it's funny and everything. And like, we'll keep doing it. But we just want to know, like, who was doing it? And everyone was just like, nope, not me. Don't know who it is. Don't know who it is. And we were like, is it on our rider? And then we checked our rider. No, not on the rider. We're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then turns out it was just bloody Jono, wasn't it? Little sneaky paniki uh, going around, putting up the fuck. I don't know when he found the time to do it, but in every single place, he'd just fucking get these posters of dogs and put them up. <laughs> fucking strange. And they were different every time. <laughs> so that, that's, that's crazy. He must have gone... When you think about that, he's gone to the time, the printing off all these different dog photos. Yeah. And then he's tried to get into the venue before all of you have, <laughs> so he can stick him up, go back and pretend nothing's happened. I don't know how he did that, because how would he have gotten into the venue? Unless he had, like, his own, like, secret rider that he wrote that on and then gave it, somehow gave it to the promoter. For, oh, I don't know. It's still, still a mystery to me. All I know <laughs> is that Jono did it. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. <laughs> um, speaking of riders, do you have anything weird on your rider? Um... No, we're so boring. I feel like if as soon as you start putting weird stuff on, I just hate the thought of a promoter or whoever looking at the rider being like, oh, <laughs> like I, that thought of that noise just gives me like <laughs> traumatic thoughts. I'm just like, nah. Um, but I do know bands like put like, you know, the classic like only green M&Ms or whatever. And I think a lot of the time it's just to make sure that <laughs> like to check if the promoter is actually reading the writer mm. in the first place <laughs> but um yeah very much so yeah, yeah i think after covid though we're just gonna fuck everything off and put as much shit as we want on there <laughs> 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 makes sense yeah yeah um, just at just at the top the last 12 months of my life back just, <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm cheating I'm gonna do that see what they come up with <laughs> yeah just you know yeah oh perfect um but in in all this crazy time as well, like you've mentioned, you've been really all over the place from Australia, UK, every, everywhere in between. It sounds like um, how have you, how have you been keeping saying? Is there anything else that you've kind of kind of taken your mind off things with, just able to enjoy? Yeah, I mean, I've been writing quite a bit because it's like kind of the perfect time. Even though it's like Zoom sessions are friggin' like so weird, and like used to just like going into a room and then like just doing whatever. Um, so I've been doing that with some people and reality TV, just FaceTiming my mates, like trying to do a puzzle and then giving up on the puzzle because the pieces are too small. Um, (laughs) I'll clean my room. Like, I don't know, just like anything to kind of keep me occupied, you know? Yeah, I found that uh, keeping busy is the key doing all this because some days I've woke up with nothing to do and I've just been like... Oh, this is taking for this life is taking forever. And then, if I find something to do, then I'm just like I'm fine. I'm fine. Like you know, it's just don't give yourself too long to think about shit. That's that's my new thing. Yeah, don't if fall I, into yeah. the fucking hole of the abyss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the deep. Yeah, the deep I, dark hole. I made the mistake of going through my like. You know how you can archive your Instagram stories, or they just automatically archive. Yeah. 
I was looking for something in particular and I was going through all of them and, oh, my God, it was the worst idea I've ever done because I just wouldn't stop watching all my old stories because we were, like, on tour having fun. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't stop watching these. And so yeah. many memories. Remember this? Yeah. Oh, I was just remember like, when we were allowed outside? Yeah, oh. Exactly. It was, uh, I did it was the, sad. I did the exact same thing when festival season was supposed to start, went through it, and then I just got really sad seeing all these videos yeah. and then thought it was a bright idea to put them back in my story so other people were then like oh, what are you, you doing now I'm even more <laughs> what a cunt <laughs> <laughs> what, what a bastard like such a oh, i'm miserable hey hey everyone who follows me <laughs> i'm miserable so guess what no, you are. Yeah. Doesn't it make you feel good at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Look at what we could have been doing. Yeah. This is what we were doing 365 days ago. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't. I didn't expect the both of you to chip me down as much as you have on this episode. I'm really sorry. No, it's I've, fine. I've it's fine. It. I'm used I've to it with it. Sean. Yeah. This is. <laughs> Sapping podcast with Sean and Bond. This is becoming now, Morg. Um, <laughs> you're out now, I think. Um, yeah. So, what um, what do you guys have planned now for the rest of the year? Um. Oh God, we're trying to think of some things we can do. Like, um, I don't want to give things away, but like, yeah, we're just trying That's to. That's okay. Yeah. We're trying to think of different ways we can do things and not make it look like poop. <laughs> Um, cause yeah, I mean, we're not just going to do like a zoom band, band fucking practice live stream or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're just trying to think of different things we can do. Uh, thank God we had an album like ready to go. I don't know what we would have done otherwise. And I'm thankful every single day that we had that plus two music videos done just before. Like, how do you even get that lucky? I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad we've had that, but um, it's now just trying to find a way to like keep people interested and you know wanting to see what we're doing and trying to make that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw as well that you did the um, drink to drown video that had loads of fans kind of pitching in with things that they're doing in lockdown and staying positive and stuff like that. It must have been cool, just uh, having that kind of connection with them as well. Yeah, um, it was really cool. I think that was like just at the time when everyone had just kind of gone into lockdown and like the the hype was on about like everyone's in lockdown. My whole Twitter feed was just like COVID, 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 COVID. And um, yeah, we were just kind of like, it's interesting to know what people are doing to stay sane. And like, it was also the same time as like when people were actually like oh my god i've got all this time in my hands i'm gonna try this and i'm gonna try that whereas now i feel like everyone's just like oh i guess i'll eat another packet of biscuits <laughs> like you know <laughs> well, that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say you should do like a follow-up now say like or well give it another like two months or whatever so it's, you've got like a six month follow-up on the first video so everybody was like really kind of excited going into the first lockdown i suppose so now they would shoot completely different videos where they were all like happy and yeah, I'm in the new Stand Atlantic video. Now they'd be like, I've been in the house for fucking six months. Day 400. Uh, (laughs) They've got like the slits on the wall, like where they've carved the days. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You should do a follow up video to see how people are. 
how people have survived the lockdown. Yeah. That'll make people feel real good. Kind of like Morgan and his bloody Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know me. I love to share the joy. <laughs> Spread that joy, baby. <laughs> Oh, gee. Oh, perfect. Right. Um, just one, one more question, Bon, before mm-hmm. you go. Um, I expect this to be shut down as well. But considering we started this chat speaking about, you know, you and Sean both dying here and stuff, I have had a little think while in lockdown. If I should, like, do something drastic to my hair, any advice? My advice is to do it. <laughs> Fucking get it um, off. Or you think Skinhead. you can shave it? No, well, my hair's quite long. You know, it's quite long and stuff. So I'm like, do I cut it all off? Wait, how long? Do I go is it? short? How long is it? Um, oh, is it in the ponytail? Right he's going to have to fuck. Yeah, he's going to have to whip out the locks. Now. Okay. Here we go. I thought. It, okay. Yeah, it is. Like down, like by here, kind of thing. Dude, just um, just get a fresh fade. Just do it. Yeah. What are you thinking? What do you? Yeah. What are you thinking, Mog? What are you? What? Yeah. I that's the thing. I don't actually know, but I'm fed up of this long. I think I'm getting fed up of the long hair, especially in in lockdown. I mean, when you're leaving the house, it's it's fine because you're washing it every few days to look nice outside. But yeah. now I'm just like I'm I'm stuck in here. Yeah. Yeah. I think welcome you to should, <laughs> think welcome you to the shampooing podcast with Sean Smith. <laughs> I reckon you should go as drastic as possible. But before, if you're going to shave it, if you're going to shave it and like do the buzz cut, you should please just do one bit down the middle just for a day and just see what it's like. And then if you don't like it, it, you can shave it all off. (laughs) Just give it a go. (laughs) Reverse mohawk. Okay. Um, Well, I dyed my eyebrows pink. You can try and dye your eyebrows a color if you want. To change it up as well. Bro- Ooh. Yeah. I, oh, I immediately I just covered it up because it looked fucking vulgar, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't know how that would go. I've grown a lock. I've grown a lockdown mullet. Oh. It's not. It's not very long. What's that right, actually? I can't believe we've we've ended up talking about hair. Um, <laughs> Mullets of yeah. all things too. Mullets, yeah, the most powerful of all haircuts, the mullet. I saw I saw the most gnarly mullet the other day in a. I don't know where the heck I was, but there was a dude and he had it shaved, like just full on shaved, and then really short at the top, and the length at the back was. It was fucked. Like, it was so long. I was wow. like, respect and also no. <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Like, that, the haircut, like, I've literally had it done because I'm in lockdown. So, like, oh, fuck it. That's literally the longest the back has been for about five years. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, fuck it. But there's people out there with very, very powerful mullets <laughs> who obviously don't care about what anybody else thinks. <laughs> And that's an that's a new level of respect I have for those type of people uh, because the confidence it takes, like fucking yeah. all respect, all of it. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. Um, well, I didn't think we were going to get to the mullets. Um, more, no, was there was there anything else you wanted to get in? Um, I th- do. You know what this has gone so wild. I think uh, it's been a perfect chat. So yeah, thank you so much, Bon. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Anytime, literally anytime. If Morgan yeah. can't do it, you'll have to come <laughs> I mean, on and be co-host. Yes. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, thanks so much for doing this. Um, yeah, congratulations again on, uh, yeah, Skinny Dipping and the uh, Pink Elephant being out. Yeah. Everybody, go and give it a listen right fucking now. Thank you, right guys. <laughs> Appreciate no it. No worries. Thank you. Super nice to see you. You too. Send the, yeah, send the band our love. Will do. And um, yeah, hopefully we get to see you soon. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you soon.
I wasn't expecting that, you fucking maniac. Oh, brilliant. Yes, great chat with Bon. Uh, can't wait to see her again. Can't wait to have her on again. Um, congratulations on skinny dipping in 25 million plays. I am not green with jealous envy right now. Um, and congratulations on Pink Elephant being such a fantastic album. Yeah, it's literally bop central from top to finish stop saying but it's that good it is that good sean i'm not having it it's that good but thank you again bon for taking time out it was so good to get your thoughts on it and feelings on everything being so open honest funny deep i mean the whole package really so thank you again for taking time out um over in australia where of course they're in the future and yeah go and get a copy of pink elephant if you haven't already and just celebrate everything stan atlantic Yes, fantastic band, lovely humans, and also Australian, which is always good. I wonder what percentage of guests we've had on is Australian, because we've got to be up here. We do love the Aussies, don't we? Um, we've had a few, but like, does America and like the UK? Oh, there's Americans, eh? Oh yeah, oh, we've done Americans have we? we and, have. Oh, and we've done. UKians. What about Wellians? Oh, we don't have few Wellians, man. <laughs> Throwback to last week's episode. Um, it's got to be a high percentage of Australian guests, but. You know, but fun fact as well, um, before we got stuck in our houses and gigs weren't a thing anymore, I'm pretty sure the last gig I actually went to was Stan Atlantic supporting The Main in Bristol. Oh, yes. Well, there you go. Look, last... Yeah, that's. And speaking of former guests, obviously we went to that and recorded an episode with the main themselves. You can go back and listen to that and all our previous eighty-nine other episodes. How have we managed to come this far? Uh, But make sure to share it with all your friends. Put on Instagram stories, subscribe. It all helps. It helps us so much, and then it lets us get bigger and better things as we go on. So please go and do that. What Morgan said, I can't really add any more to that, Morgan. You've uh, you've done well. Oh, thank you, thank you very much, Sean. But yeah, how's um, how's things with you lately? We didn't really touch on that during any of this conversation today. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm um, I'm about to go see my friend Johnny Phillips. I think uh, to have a social distance meeting. He said he's got something important to tell me, um, which he for some reason he couldn't do via the phone. So I hope it's nothing illegal, like. Or he's probably just gonna have a go at me because he does that to you a lot. He's good looker. Um, yeah, so I might um, I might be in jail by the time this episode oh, comes fuck. out. So if I am in jail, hashtag free Sean Smith. Um, but also hashtag stop the bop. <laughs> because I'd want Morgan to stop using the word bop. Because I hate it. Okay, I'll, I'll reel it in. I'll reel it in. It's a t-shirt design, stop the bop. <laughs> like. All I could think about is that old um, toy. I don't, I, this might, yeah. Well, yeah. bop it. The old toy. Like, it's a fucking... <laughs> 1800s rocking us. It was probably made in the 80s. I was made in the 80s. Jesus Christ, that old toy. Oh, oh, I'm, I use an Atari. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. What's going on? Yeah, I'm all right. How are I'm you, fine. Mog? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've been busy behind the scenes, editing, planning stuff. Um, we're almost coming up to, well, obviously, we're 10 episodes away from episode 100. So I Yes, we should probably start thinking about something special to do with that. So, um, be looking at things. Yeah, if you're li- yeah, if you're still listening at this point, go to at Sapping Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at 
S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D and yeah give us some uh, ideas what we should do for the 100th episode what guests we should have yeah, I do, yeah, whatever you want. A look back, maybe we should do some Q&A, some stuff, if anybody's up for that. I don't know what people want, which is why I'm asking you to get at us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, but of course, if you can't get enough of all the Sapling Pod goodness, madness and chaos, then head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapling for a bunch of more exclusives and becoming a member of our beloved community, which we absolutely cherish every single person that helps us make this podcast possible yes we do and right now we have to say thank you to some of the top tier members of the patreon so those people are as follows hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style. Thank you very much to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwoe. I haven't checked the group. Are we doing silly names this week? If so, Sean, pretend I wrote something stupid here. Thanks. Ra. Mitch Perry, Amy Chilvers, Emma Barber, Amadine Urbano, Team Morgan, Chocolate Orange for the win and peanut, uh, peanut butter in the bin. Thank you very much to Dana Lasnava, Nathan Croshaw, Dilly Baked Beans Grimwood, Kel me now, cute without the ginge, Tom Owen, Paul Anthony, H. Wilson, Hirschfield, Liam Conley, Drew Styles, Kelly Owen, Mike Lengler, the Maxin Dancing Champion Campion, Kate Puttack, Scott Sedder, Hip Hop, the hippie, the hippie to the Hip Hop, You Don't Stop, Rocket to the Bang Bang Boogie Jones, Ollie, Fuck Baked Beans, Amesbury, very, a lot of aggression in all the Amesbury I'm finding Simon Amos Big Up First Class Honours Moe Dickinson Esquire Kate Stevenson Emily Senegals Lucy Diaz Martina McManus John and Emma Erin Howard Kelly Hashtag Moe Dick in Mallory That's a reference to me trying to get Morgan out of the podcast Hashtag Moe Dick out Please pause Becky Andy Marcy Jacobson Louis Cook Sarah Stewart Jason Heredia Oh I do this every week Heredia I'm going with that Sandra Kuwachek Nula Clark, Mike Cunningham, Carl Pendlebury, Livy Cropper, James McNaught, Tallulah Grant, Kelly Cannon, Stuart McNaught, Sharif Awadali, Jenny Robinson, Tony Michael, Lydia Henderson, Samuel Griffiths, Keris Andrews. Thank you very much to all those people. If you're still listening, thank you very much as well. Check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. 
please share rate subscribe and tell friends yes we love each and every person in our patreon you are the best people on this planet and you know what i'm not having anyone tell you any differently so if anyone ever tells you anything negative just say yeah well mo dick thinks i'm pretty 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 cool and then that's all you need in life hi (laughs) probably (laughs) <laughs> anyway oh, thank you very much for listening hell. to Sapman Podcast with Sean Smith and Mo Dick we are um, we out this bitch I believe are we out this bitch Mo um, yeah live long prosper don't eat the yellow snow and don't go skinny dipping because there's aliens yeah, in the something sea about, something about wet ass pussy as well while we're there what <laughs> well you don't know anything about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion oh. where have you been uh. Yeah. Go and listen to that song right now after this. No. Listen to the uncensored version. It's br- <laughs> No, <laughs> you sound you sounded like you were scared. No. Like, What's oh, going oh, on no. anymore? My my mum will give me a row. <laughs> Have a listen to WAP. Anyway, right. I'm out this I am out this bitch. I'm out this bitch. Peace. Sapnin. Sapnin. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.